Hi, everyone. I'm JJ Hornblass, and welcome to The Roadmap from Auto Finance News. This is our weekly wrap for the week of June 1, 2020. Uh, before I begin, I want to thank Auto Finance News' advertisers, Remitter, Westlake Financial, DeFi Solutions, and National Bankruptcy Services for their continued support. And I am joined by Joey Pizzolato, Interim Deputy Editor. Uh, of Auto Finance News, and I want to welcome you. Welcome, Joey. Hello. It is Friday, June 5, 2020. This was a, a week marked, marred is probably a better word, by the um, protests over racial injustice uh, and inequality in the United States. Protests that even ended up having some implications for the auto finance market, Joey. Uh, we saw this week, uh, numbers uh, on May car sales, uh, which showed some signs of positive gain, but the social unrest seems to have uh, seems to have the potential to kind of derail that a bit. Uh, what did we see in car sales, and and kind of what's the uh, what's the prognosis going forward? So um, vehicle sales in May really, um, you know, they're still down year over year. Um, but they are um, not nearly as down as they were in uh, March and April. Mazda um, vehicle sales is nearly normal now um, with a 1% decline. And Honda, um, whereas had a, like a 49% decline in, in March, now is um, somewhere in the 20s. So, so we are moving back um, towards normal, quote unquote, um, but slowly. And then... Um, you know, with the riots and the social unrest, um, that's that's squeezing consumer sentiment a little bit. Um, automobiles are are like the second largest purchase that consumers usually make, and um, the pendulum between whether or not consumers were willing to to make that purchase or if they were going to push that decision um, has been swinging back and forth. Uh, and now it's looking like more consumers want to push that purchase back. Yeah, I mean the the twelve. Uh, 0.7 million SAR for May. I mean, it could be worse, right? I mean, it was it was Absolutely. a disaster in April. Um, it could have been worse, but but this this swinging pendulum of sentiments. Uh, I mean, I would think that it will have some kind of residual effects on car sales, where maybe if you know, there's that talk of kind of the V-shaped recovery, but maybe that might flatten the V a bit. What do you think? Um, it, it has the potential. Um, you know, things are so volatile right now. Um, it's really hard to say with any certainty what next week will look like. Um, but I think I think it does, um, even with social unrest, um, I think vehicle sales are, are going to continue on their current trajectory um, on an upward path. Okay, good. Well, we also had some good news this week from Tricolor. It's kind of a uh, mixed good news, right? Uh, in the sense that uh, on the one hand, their uh, credit ratings for their 2018 vintage were uh, were upgraded. They got an upgrade um, on those. But the upgrade was the result of credit uh, uh, performance that just was slightly less bad than was expected, right? Um, exactly. Uh, you know, do you, 
does, you know, does this upgrade, how does this upgrade sit with overall credit rating trends that we've seen for auto ABS? So this is the only credit rating that I'm aware of that has been upgraded. And like you mentioned, um, the up, upgrade was surely a function of um, its, its highest rated tranche getting paid down. Um, so that subordination um, is over and now it's um, class B tranches are going to start getting paid. Um, but with that being said, I think any news um, that, that uh, credit performance is better than was expected is good news. Right. The, the, the less than good news uh, in the market this week came from Harley. Um, they added a credit facility. They drew down on this $350 million credit facility immediately, uh, $150 million of it they drew down. Um, do you think that, uh, I mean, 1Q car sales for Harley were, you know, just really fell off a cliff, minus 17%. I'm guessing 2Q will be worse. Um, do they have enough liquidity? Um, what's the, I mean, what is the, what's the prognosis for Harley? Well, when we looked at their liquidity, um, I want to say back in April, I don't know, time is just, I can't keep track of it anymore. Um, right. It looked like they had enough. Um, now Harley does, um, spend, uh, a good port get or gain a good portion of its liquidity through capital markets. Um, the SEC filing was pretty cryptic. However, it did mention, um, that the reason it was taking, um, this, this new credit facility was due to, um, issues that other companies in the industry have had with, um, you know, guarding funds through capital markets. Um, we know uh, spreads are kind of all over the place. Um, the cost of obtaining those funds is uh, more expensive. So I, I would think that this is more of a, um, a just to be sure, like safety move rather than one that is, um, super, is super vital to the continued health, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I get you don't take a, a credit, a one year credit line uh, and draw on it right away if you don't absolutely need it immediately. I mean, Harley was having issues before and, and any recovery that we were starting to see on car, new car sales, it's going to lag for Harley because those are largely um, uh, not you know, they're, they're largely luxury items are those Harleys. Um, yep. So, uh, you know, the, the, the cash crunch at, at Harley is, I would expect one that will um, continue for some period of time, uh, likely through the end of the year. Uh, one data point that came out that was a positive uh, today uh, was the Mannheim used, Mannheim used car index, a nine, percent month over month increase right did i get that right joey nine yes. percent yes i believe that's correct april nine percent month over month increase is that sustainable i think the industry hopes so um <laughs> but but in all fairness uh you know the 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 decline um in april was um like nothing um 
you know, the industry seen in the last three years. Um, so, so moving up from that low point, um, I think, I think it could be sustainable. The, the index is still, um, down well, um, compared to even, uh, pre pandemic numbers. Um, so it still has a ways to go, um, before that returns, uh, back to, to normal. I mean, you could get an kind of artificial, not artificial, but a, 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 a circumstantial boost in used car values. I mean, the expectation coming into this year was that the index would be sloping down. This is through the whole year. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, with the unemployment rate, I mean, some improvements in the unemployment rate today, which is mm -hmm. great, but, you know, still you're talking about tremendous numbers uh, of people who are unemployed in this nation as of today and 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 their their inclination will will likely start at the at the used car side um, it's a it's a lower dollar uh, entry point than the new car side generally speaking we generally think of it that way and so you might have kind of a a, a somewhat manufactured um, or artificial, or circumstantial, I should say, is probably the best word, circumstantial increase in the used car index, um, you know, probably in the, in the very near term. I'm not sure how long, um, but, you know, maybe the next couple of quarters or through the end of the year, it's, uh, I think those are the, the question marks. Um, Agreed. What, do you got look at, what are you looking at for next, next week, Joey? Oh, next week. Um, you know, kind of a kind of a big question mark. We're kind of just taking it as we go this week. Um, but we do um, we do have um, our May or June issue of the magazine coming out, um, which explored uh, you know the potential residual value impact of COVID nineteen. That is something we are still keeping an eye on um, as that kind of develops. Um, still still in a waiting game. Um, yeah. So we'll look for that next week. The magazine comes out next week, right? Um, it is actually to, I believe it goes to press, uh, either today or Monday. Well, there you go. So everyone can find that on autofinancenews.net. Uh, reminder to everyone that, uh, the auto finance summit, the industry's largest event, uh, will be taking place October 20 to 22. It will be virtual. So you can, uh, participate from the comfort of your home office. And uh, you're welcome. We encourage people to submit speaker uh, proposals at autofinancesummit.com and also check out more uh, about the event at autofinancesummit.com. Joey, thanks a lot. Always a pleasure. Thank you, JJ. And uh, thank you all so much for, uh, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.